Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Good morning. Happy Thursday. Here we are coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. We need cash at your home in a simple way to get it. Rocket can. What a great day we find ourselves in. Diesel, Thomas DeCelestino, the executive producer, is in a hell of a good mood. Super excited about the show. Andrew Bogish is going to be a part of the program, as he is most days, about 30 minutes from now. Headlines and diving into the moral, social dilemma decisions that D-Cell makes. That'll be fun. Ephraim Salam, longtime former NFL player, offensive lineman, is going to be on the program in an hour. We'll do some NFL bets, get into some of those lines from the games this weekend. We will contemplate not just social norms, but thunder snow and the impact that could happen in Buffalo this weekend in a big game where three to six feet of snow could fall by ourselves coming up and we have a brand new segment it's ready it's ready to go i didn't think there was a way to get my one of my two names into another segment that i do but i was wrong d good morning by the way good morning bill like the hoodie by the way i like i like i'm a i'm a i'm a hoodie fan is that is that a j on the hoodie uh, that would be a P for Plattsburgh, where I went to college. Got it. I like it. I dig it. Um, do you want to tell the, should we tell the people the name of the segment now, or should we keep it as a little bit of a surprise? I think we keep teasing it. We keep it a okay. surprise until we uh, ultimately debut it. Last segment of the show, brand new segment, Imogene, which is the fancy guy with the words with the deep voice and a bunch of music. We're coming at you. We're pretty excited. Also, I got the weirdest text message last night. Real awkward. And we're going to put it through the what would D-Cell do computer because that always leads to remarkable content. Phone number on the show. D-Cell, will you, I always tell the people, would you tell the people you want them to call in because you want to answer the phone? Absolutely. I can't wait to hear from our listeners. I love answering the phone. That's an invitation. Yes, absolutely. 855 212 
for CBS, Twitter Sports Writer Sports, R-E-I-T-E-R. Really good Thursday night football game tonight. Really interesting game. Don't let the records fool you. Titans pretty good record-wise. Packers lackluster record-wise. But Green Bay is going to host a game on which, to a degree, it's a single game, each of these teams' seasons could hinge. Certainly for Green Bay, not going to go must-win because I hate that expression unless it is technically, mathematically, absolutely, actually, literally a must-win game. But this is a very telling football game for Aaron Rodgers and a Packers team. You know, we've discussed this nonstop. They have underperformed at every step and every stage of the season. But we also know that the Green Bay Packers, and really what I should be saying here is that Aaron Rodgers and the entirety of his time there has been a whiz, at least in the regular season, at turning around situations. Hasn't always been as dire. Hasn't always felt as negative. Hasn't always come with the backdrop of their star quarterback having spent the last year or two he would argue with this, but undermining the vibe within the organization and the team. But remember, Aaron Rodgers' only Super Bowl championship, the only time that he's actually been a winner, a champion at the highest level, is when they got in at the end of a season as the final seed when we did 16-game regular seasons and as a wildcard team on the road at every step, the Packers went on to win the Super Bowl. That is an absolute against-the-odds reality that Rodgers has lived. And it's not the only time. Over the years, Aaron Rodgers and the Packers have faced playoff elimination, the possibility they wouldn't be there, which by definition is not living up to expectations. And Rodgers has said some version of, we're going to get it done, we're going to win the games, we're going to figure it out. Right now, the Packers are 4-6. and six. They're way behind the Vikings in the NFC North. Well, we got seven games left. And we've got an NFC picture, aside from the Eagles, the Giants, the Vikings, that's pretty wide open. There is room for the Packers, absolutely, to do what it feels like they often do, and that is find their groove late, have Aaron Rodgers carry them, have them figure it out. The problem becomes, it's a really brutal schedule for Green Bay, and games like this one against a really, really good Titans team Again, not a must-win game, but really important that they win this football game at home. 6-3 and three Titans team, man, and I've been harping on this, are a lot better than you might think they are. It is a bigger challenge than you might think after what was a lackluster beginning for the Titans to their season. They turned it around much more quickly than Green Bay. And a, I think it's fair to say, disappointing series of postseason under Mike Vrabel. But it doesn't get any easier for for Green Bay. You've got the Eagles after this game. You've got a Bears team. Diesel, is it fair to call the Bears resurgent? Maybe just more dangerous because suddenly they're letting Justin Fields do his thing. I know the Bears have found ways to lose games. I'm aware, Packers fans, they just lost to the Lions. But it's not going to be, that Bears team, the same level of pushover they were earlier in the year. You should win the game, but I don't think it's a guarantee. That game's in Chicago. Then you've got the Rams, again, disappointing, but like the Packers, dangerous, capable of some upside. A Dolphins team that I think is elite. Then the Vikings, and then who cares about the Lions at the end. Every one of the games that remain on this Packers schedule, other than that Lions game, is a game, in theory, the Packers can lose. And they can't afford to lose more than a couple of them. It is a huge game. 
I'm going to play Aaron Rodgers talking here. And I want you to notice two things. This is why I picked up. You can make your own assessments, of course. Heading into a, a short week game, Thursday night game. We know that Thursday night football games heavily favor the home team, even when they're huge, huge dogs. See the Houston game. Was that last week? Last week. They covered it and went. Still, Aaron Rodgers to me sounds a little more optimistic in his Aaron rodgers way, even though he's not really saying anything. It's a lot of mumbo-jumbo. But I do sense, at least from, from my perspective, a little less boiling anger and bitter frustration that I think we've heard from Rodgers over the course of the earlier part of this season. I think it's all week to week. It really is. You know, we, you know, you, you try and find your identity throughout the season. A lot of that is, you know, kind of just jargon to keep the conversation going. Uh, in fact, the most important identity is competitive greatness and going out there and playing your best when your best is needed. There's no sigh of relief. There's no weight of the world off of my shoulders. Uh, preparation stays the same. Focus stays the same. Expectations stay the same. Uh, but it was nice to play a more complete game. I mean, it's a lot of, it's a lot of mumbo-jumbo. It's a lot of cliches. Competitive greatness. No sigh of relief. I don't think he said take it one day at a time, but I promise everybody in the room was thinking it. But I think that the, the key is at the end him saying it was nice to play a more complete game, which is the closest Aaron Rodgers this year has come to saying something nice about his football team. And remember... We've seen the Packers' run game be really impressive of late. They've rushed for what? I think it's at least 200 yards in two of the last three games. And they've got a sense of momentum. And I think like with the Buccaneers, I think the Packers, as a 4-6 and six team, can tap into a level of belief with a single win in a way most teams can't. Because whatever those guys think of Aaron Rodgers, the guy, the... Machiavellian politician, the dude that goes on a radio show with his buddy and says whatever he wants, they know, like you and I know, when when Aaron Rodgers locks it in, when he hits not even his top level, 80% of his level, he can win any football game on any given day against any opponent on the face of the earth. That's how good he is. This is a huge game for the Packers. When it's over tonight, when they shut down Lambeau Field and the lights go off and everybody goes home, Five and six Packers team, I promise you, is going to be vastly different in their expectations, in their level of belief, in the positivity or not that Rodgers brings than a four and seven Packers team. But don't don't think it's going to be easy. This Titans team is six and three for a reason. If you haven't paid attention, they have for me a top. I'm going to say it. I mean it. They have a top four coach in the National Football League. Mike Vrabel's a stud, man, and what he's done without an actual quarterback. Mike Tannehill's not the guy. The young dude they have hasn't been able to throw the football at all. It's been defense. And the Titans, after a terrible start, have won, what, six of their last seven games. They're 9-2. and two. This stat is incredible to me. In games on short rest during Vrabel's tenure. You're not supposed to be able to do that. There's supposed to be a huge advantage. How the numbers move, how the lines move, who actually wins games. When you have these short games like Thursday night's. And that only can be explained by coaching excellence and prowess. And the Titans are going to make life really hard on Aaron Rodgers. NFL best, 16 sacks, 16 over their last four games. They've used a whole bunch of dudes, 24 defensive starters. And here's, a, I think, a huge stat for how this game turns. The Titans are holding opponents to below 28%. It's 27.9. On conversions, 
on third down this season. That's the best in the National Football League. Mike Vrabel can coach. He finds ways to win football games. And even though I don't think Ryan Tannehill is the quarterback that takes this, this team to the promised land, even though he can't hold a candle, I don't even know what that expression means, to Aaron Rodgers, he's in that organization, and he knows what he's talking about when he talked in the lead-up to this game about how impressive his head, head coach really is. You know, I think first and foremost, it's a, it's a clear plan and, and clear foundation for the program. And uh, everyone that comes in the building knows what we're about, knows what we believe in. We hold each other accountable. He, he starts that. And, um, you know, every day you know what you're getting. I'm really torn here, Tom. Normally I have, and I'm wrong a lot, but I have a, a gut sense of what I think is going to happen. But this is two very different things, I believe, coming to a head. Up against each other. What is it? An immovable object against an unstoppable force? Which is also a dumb expression because there's no such thing as an immovable object or an unstoppable force. What are you throwing your hands up for? Name a single immovable object in the universe. Uh, I can't. I mean, even a sun can get consumed by a by a, a, a black hole. So I'm just saying. All right. I digress. I do believe in Aaron Rodgers at, at the end of seasons when things are dire, when he's got to perform. We've always seen him do it. I think that'll be tested in, a, in an incredibly serious way, in a way that it never has been this year, because of the lack of receiving help, sure, but also just the way that Aaron Rodgers has undermined the confidence of his own team. If your secret weapon is a quarterback, and I think this is true for, for guys like Mahomes and Brady and Aaron Rodgers, Peyton Manning was an example. If one of your secret weapons is you're so good, you actually infuse your team with another level of belief that brings every guy in that locker room up 10 or 20%, and then you undercut it by just every week hammering some of your own guys, making them doubt themselves, you're undercutting sort of the, the effect you can have on a team. But he's not doing this in a vacuum. He's going up against the other side of this equation. I guess this would be the immovable force. I think the Titans are one of the best coach teams in football. I think if you put Derek Carr or any other fine, mediocre is probably too much of a put-down, fine quarterback on the Titans, they are in the class of Miami. Not quite the Chiefs, not quite what we thought the Bills were, but they're one of the best teams in the National Football League. Packers open as three-and-a-half-point favorites. Kind of like Titans with that with that number, but it's a coin flip game for me. You got a real sense of who's going to win this thing, Tommy? I think the Packers win this game on a game-winning drive. I like the Titans to cover, though, actually. I, like, I don't know if it makes me happy or nervous we're on the exact same page. It's not a must-win game for the Packers, but it's really, really close. And for the Titans, by the way, you win this game, you go to Green Bay, you go to Lambeau, you win on the road, you get to 7-3, and three, you are one of the contenders in the NFL. You are one of the elite teams in the National Football League. It's part of what makes the NFL so incredible. Every game has outweighed significance because there aren't very many of them. And this is a big one. And it's going to be a verdict for me on Aaron Rodgers' ability to be great and make sure his team is great in the face of all the angst he's created. Big, big moment. Aaron Rodgers, the all-time great quarterback, versus Aaron Rodgers, the you-know-what-stirrer who's done his organization no favors. That, those two guys are up against each other. And a really good Titans football team is what's in the way. 855 212 cbs you want to call us? I'm excited. We got a uh, 
brand new segment at the end of the show. We're doing some NFL gambling talk in about 30 minutes. Ephraim Salam's going to be here. But first, we're going to get into thundersnow and social niceties. Or, or with these have a lack of them. Next here on CBS Sports Radio. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever. Or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. What a song. So could you say that uh, it could be a real kettle of fish in Buffalo this weekend? Did I do the expression right? I think that works. Yeah, why not? Host in Cleveland. And the reason for this clever song by Mr. DeCelestino, Andrew, as you probably know, based on your your your, your chuckle I saw, is they could get three to six feet of snow in Buffalo this weekend and thunder snow. And unfortunately, the NFL, bunch of wimps, are looking at uh, moving the game. Have some alternate sites available. Let's go to Detroit. The weather. What do you want? Clear the field. Three to six feet of snow. How are you supposed to get to the stadium? Clear the field. I don't know if I actually mean that, but but you don't. Diesel made me mad this morning when he. Why don't you just offer up your your perspective uh, there, Tommy? Snow is not football weather. There's a common misconception that that snow makes football that much better, that the viewing experience is so much better when there's some snow on the ground. Cold weather is football weather. That's a lie. It's not true. Nobody said it makes it better. They said you play in it anyway. The elements are part of the deal. It's not football weather. It you impacts the pampered, game. pampered, spoiled baby. It impacts the game too much. It so does ha- the wind. Oh, the wind's Diesel. a little strong. Let's take a break. Diesel, you're missing the point here. The tough guy who says, move the snow, is sitting in California. <laughs> it's cold He's here, too. Sit- it's like 40. It's oh, 49. it's like 49. Hey, I'm from Iowa. Look, I used to walk to not up, not uphills either uphill either way right. uphills, but I used to. I mean, but in I've the snow through. both ways, we get it, we get yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Dubuque guy was cold, man. Des Moines was cold, man. But let's go back to your initial sentence. We are not forecasting three to six inches of snow. On That's Buffalo. not the point. Diesel's making. He's saying never have a game in snow. It's three to six feet, an incapacitating yeah, yeah. amount of snow for the city. 
Yeah, that's a bummer. Yeah. It's a bummer, man. Move that's the game. Bummer, man. Pick it up, put it in Detroit, let's go. Fine, but if it were three inches of snow, are you with a pretty daddy over here that they shouldn't play games in snow? I actually think, and I, I've thought this for once every seven years, they should have a Super Bowl in Green Bay no. or Chicago no. or absolutely. No, zero times in 700 That's years. So, so, the, so the Packers have to play a whole bunch of games and NFC Championship games if they get there in the outdoor weather, but it's too harsh for all the other teams that make the Super Bowl. Just deal with it, man. The game- this is America. <laughs> okay. The it su- snows in America. Sure it does. The Super Bowl should be in the most pristine, sterile environment always. It should totally never be in danger of winter or any other bad weather. Put a roof in a place where there's zero rain. In the danger Super of winter? Like like, like winter's some kind of villain? Like winter's yeah. some kind of super bad guy? The Super Bowl should be played so the players can decide it, not because somebody didn't slip or couldn't see where the five-yard line was because of the snow covering the field. You have to go through the sure. Green Bay yeah. weather many years to make a Super Bowl. Yeah. And one year in the last 80 through Chicago. So, like, it it occurred. Or Buffalo. I mean, what are the odds that the Super Bowl goes through Buffalo or Green Bay in the next five years? 100%. I mean, you're going to have to win some games there. Right. you got to win games there to get to the Super Bowl. But when you get to the Super Bowl, the championship the game, you should be allowed to Soft play teams. the game out. Weak quarterbacks. But what if what if the team oh, just I'm won at Lambeau? Cold. I'm cold. No, no, no. The the my Giants. The do it again. Won in Green Bay. The they do did it again. It. They weren't tough. They didn't have a weak quarterback. But the Super Bowl should be played where it's perfect, so the guys can play the game the way it's supposed to be played. So you live in a cold city. Your city never gets to host Super Bowl. Sorry, hundred percent. Chicago. Yeah. New York. That is garbage. I was here. I was at the New York Super Bowl, and they were 12 hours away from disaster. Oh, come on. They were. They the next weren't. day here sucked. Did the game get played? Because that day, was it was hot. Okay. Welcome to weather. 12 hours later, there was Welcome fairly crippling snow. The Super Bowl oh, should not are, be a victim of weather. You guys are ridiculous. It's not. You no don't one's live a victim in weather. You have no weather. Be quiet. You have no weather. I'll go to the Super Bowl. I'll get on my plane. I'll leave this town. And by the way, I'm from a much colder place than you are. So, like, don't even get. I've lived in Green Bay. I know what it's like when Do it's Do you live there now? Seven. I'll live there for the Super Bowl for that Will week. Will you? You don't live there now because it sucked and you know it. I mean, and by the way, it was f- miserably freezing in Minneapolis when they had that Super Bowl there. Inside. You know what? In a dome. Right. Fine. That's how you solve it. You want to you you live in a cold place, you want a Super Bowl, Green put Bay a roof get... on your thing. I mean, the Ice Bowl is one of the most famous football games of all time. The Pat Not a Lambo Super Bowl. should host one one. Ice Bowl wasn't a Super Bowl. Give me a break. It was the NFC title game. That's when you know what? I don't want to tell it. you this next thing. My mom made a verdict on the two of you and she was wrong. So your mom picked me. She, she picked bogus? <laughs> Yeah, oh yeah. She's a, an adult. Of course she did. What? What she, also clearly, she also clearly listens to the show a lot. Oh, I really like that guy who does the play-by-play. He's funny. Andrew? Yeah. Yes. Thank question you. mark. My name's not important. The details Focus? are there. Yeah, but she didn't know you were such a wimp with the weather. I'm not a, a wimp. Victimized by the weather. Yeah. Shouldn't be victimized for, by the snow. For one game. You want to play the MC title game in Lambeau? Be my Give guest. Give me a break, dude. Give me some weather. Put some hair on the chest it's of some of these so guys. It's so nice where you live. You don't nice. have air conditioning or heating. Yes. Well, I have heating. I have the heat on. When was it on? 
back at home. I was on like for an hour this morning. Oh. Yeah. Mine's going to be on nonstop until I'm March. All, I'm also playing tennis today, and it's going to be like 65 degrees and sunny. Wow. Get you a break. All right. Speak, speaking of which, <laughs> all right. So, all right, so we got into it. Now we can go after um, T-Sale here. There's a guy that I play tennis with who is – there's a group of, like, 50 of us that are in this league. And the guy that's the best, and he kicks my ass every time we play. And he's one. He's a nice guy, but very alpha, right? Like, not super – just, like, very focused. Sent him a note yesterday. I don't know, 3 in the afternoon. Hey, man, do you want to play tennis? Do you want to play some doubles? And what I got back was, can't I'm in Detroit? This guy and I don't really know each other that well. Maybe, like, okay, the, so, maybe the Browns yeah. and Bills will be in Detroit, too. Sounds of the good. This is the note I got last night at 7.30 at night, 10.30 at night his time, because he's in Detroit. Going to sleep. Love you. Hope it was a good night. What do you do? Clearly not intended for me. We all know what happened there. Either his wife, his significant other, his girlfriend. His wife. He was trying to text them a good night text. He accident. You were probably the last person that right. he texted. We all do it. He mm-hmm. a- it happens to me all the time. You, oh, by the way, as someone who travels as well, you write the guy back, and I wrote back wrong string, pal, so that he, you know, who knows? Maybe him and his wife have a tradition where he sends a "I love you" text every night. If it were now, Diesel, I wrote back, even though it's kind of awkward, because I want him to know, hey, you're trying to text the love of your life. It ain't me, buddy. You might want to just like resend it to the right person. Diesel, what would you have done in this situation? Absolutely nothing. I would have <laughs> Come chuck- on! I would have chuckled when I got the text, and then I would have put my phone down and said absolutely nothing. That's on him. He made You're a bad a, person. He made a mistake. That's on him? Yeah, it's on him. He tried to text his wife and he texted you. Like he will realize that he texted you. It will happen. He will realize Maybe. Not everybody will. When his wife doesn't text him back, he will realize. It says in the text, let me read it to you again. Going to sleep is the key part here. Now, it Love might, you. It might Hope be, it was a good night. He might realize it in the morning when he wakes up, but he will realize that's, it. That's too, that's too late to say good night to his wife. Why are it's you a su- sweet little note, too. Yeah, why do you so, when we go to break 15 minutes from now, re-listen <laughs> to that answer. And... Re-listen to the answer and then ask yourself again why Mrs. Ryder would pick me in a head-to-head battle. Why can't you just write it? You could write anything that you write. I'd write something funny like smooches or miss you too, like just so the thread re- restarts and he sees it and goes, oh, that wasn't meant for you. And then you have a laugh about it or you just do the polite, hey, probably wasn't meant for me, right, Todd? But you go, ah, screw him. He's yeah, he does. <laughs> I, mean, I actually, t- I, t- I typed in, I've always loved you too, but like, no, I don't know. Man. I'm well, glad we're finally it. talking about it. All I'm, saying, all I'm saying is you are not obligated to send a text No, back. that's not what you said. Now I, I said I would do nothing, right. and I'm saying you are not obligated to send one back. You're, yes, you're not- you are, by the standards of human decency. I, w- I would agree with Diesel on the slimmest of points that you were not obligated obligated I mean, to fix the problem. No but one's saying that. That's not what he said. He said, middle finger up, good night, you're on your you're, own. No one's obligated to give directions or say hello or be kind in general. That and doesn't I don't mean, do any of those things. That doesn't mean that you're right. But you're not, most things are not legally required. How, I mean, does by, it, how does it make me wrong if I'm not obligated to do it? Are you serious right now? Yeah. <laughs> Unless 
unless our representative representatives the elected leaders of our democracy pass a law requiring you to do something you think it is not ever necessary. By the way, it's if you see someone get in a terrible car accident and they go off the road and you're the only person around and you know that they need someone to call 911, you're not legally required to call 911, but of course morally you have to. Yes, that situation, of course I would. Well, I mean, I'm just saying, like, obligations be damned, bro. You just write the guy a little note back that's like... What if he's in a fight with his wife? What if she's mad at him? What if, you know, what if they're going through a rough patch? Or what if his daughter or his kids, like, having a bad day or a bad whatever, and, he, and that's, like, the thing that helps him or her get to sleep? Yeah. Then he should really pay attention to who he's texting. Wow, you are heartless. You are a heartless. This is a worse take than Bogus's Super Bowl take. Should always be played in the sunshine for the weakness. And, and that's saying something. This is even worse than let's embrace weakness and softness all the time. You should have to wear that Snoopy costume all of the time, not just on Halloween. I didn't realize your wife was punishing you on behalf of the world. I want to thank her. (laughs) You don't have to text back, regardless of what it's about, when somebody by accident sends you a wrong text. This just in. Tom's mom also prefers me to Tom. <laughs> that was that was probably always true. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, should we talk about where along your life you didn't get the love you needed to treat people with basic human decency? That's the new segment. Who hurt Diesel? <laughs> Did Mrs. Ryder uh, give any reasoning as to why she picked Bogish over me? Yes, this segment. I mean, yes, she she she's listened to the show before. <laughs> No, she just she was just like, oh, you guys had so much fun. You're so great, and and man, he's so fun. What's his the guy that does the I'll go bogus? Oh yeah, Aunt bogus Andrew. He's so funny. We like I like him so much. And I was just like, oh okay. But she doesn't like you, D Cell. She just doesn't like you as much. Well, that's now debatable. After this, these last ten minutes, you might have gone south on the liking department. Unbelievable, unbelievable. You wouldn't write the guy back. It's happened to me before. I get a chuckle out of it, and then I put my phone down. Wow. How, I, mean, I would say, I don't know, six times a year maybe, I, I text the wrong person on the wrong string, and I'm always appreciative. I actually did it to my daughter. You know what? It happened to me a few days ago. buddy of mine's in town from San Francisco, flew in, haven't seen him since maybe a year ago. One of my better friends. We're getting dinner. I was like, hey, dude, where do you want to have dinner? i got to make a reservation. These are the options. They're closing up quick. And then about 30 seconds later, I got a note back from my daughter that said, hey, Dad, don't think this was meant for me. Ha ha, love you. If she hadn't done that D-cell, if she'd taken the D-cell route, we probably would have been eating carry-out pizza at some crappy place. It happens to me, too, all the time. But I look back after a couple of hours and say, like, why didn't so-and-so text me back? And then I look back to say, oh, it's because I didn't actually text them. I texted the wrong person. Also, it felt good to have someone tell me they love me, even if it wasn't meant for me. It was a, ni- it was a nice little moment. I've never beaten this guy in tennis. I was trying to think of any way psychologically I could turn this to my advantage, but I, I couldn't. I couldn't. Uh, I don't think it's going to work. Bob Bogish, uh, you of the, um, you know, you the, of the uh, only South of the Mason Dixon line should ever host a football game ever again. What um, who you like? There's a game this weekend in, in, in Green Bay, so I know it's not your kind of thing because it, it could be cold. It Is tonight be below the Super 55. Bowl? 
I'm just I'm just leaning into your perspective. You're not though, as usual. This is how these self feels now when you start skewing words. I did not okay. say a Thursday night game in week eleven should be played in a neutral site. I said the Super saying, Bowl should be. I'm just saying it's a I'm leaning, dude. It's a significant game. Sure, it matters to both teams. Definitely, and you're right that it's a total farce against you know humanity. That it's being played somewhere where it's cold. Anyway. I don't even know why we settled Green Bay as a place. Like anything north <laughs> of like, I, I mean, Chicago barely makes my winter cutoff. Chicago's cold too. It's I like, know. Who do you like tonight? Uh, I like the Packers tonight. You do? I do. It's not going to be pretty. I think both teams have some issues. I didn't realize how bad the Titans or how limited the Titans have been on offense. As good as Derrick Henry's been, they just don't score points. So they don't. this game could be like twenty three seventeen. You're gonna. I, I don't think the uh, clearly the Packers are not all okay. So we might have more Christian Watson drop passes tonight. Uh, but I think Green Bay, short week at home in the elements, gets itself a win. How you feeling about about the Titans covering? It's three now, three and a half some places. I um, like three and a half way better than three. Yeah. I'd still, I'd still don't love it in general. But obviously the, the hook, as the cool kids say, I think Nick Costos taught me that, makes a difference there. Um, it's going to be in the 20s. Chance of snow oh, and no. wind. That's too How much? Cold. That's too cold. I mean, come on, bro. Should they? Here's my question, Andrew. Should they cancel the game? Why? Well, let's play it at noon I'm, today. Let's get it out in the sunlight. Let's beat the weather. Why aren't they doing that? Wind chill of about ten. So it's a wind chill of about ten. It's gonna feel like it's ten degrees outside. What's the under? This game's gonna be like nine six in those conditions. Yeah, that is that is a really that is a really good call. I don't know what the total is. 38 and a half, 41 some places. It's pretty low. I'd go under 41. You 41 most places. It's 41 most spots. Maybe yeah, I will go. Maybe I will go under. 35, 32. Yeah, yeah. The, the Titans will score 58 points for the first time in its history. <laughs> How are you with the, with the, with the uh, heat is, heat are? You go, I actually refused when I was covering the Heat, to be grammatically correct. I just wrote every column as the Heat are. I wouldn't – all my all my competitors were like, the Heat is in action tonight. And I was like, no, I'm not, I'm not doing it. Well, that jumped topics. You threw me off for a second. I was like, yeah, we're still on the weather here? Well, the Titans – Right, so – Right. But if we're going to – Sorry, if you're going to be like a real stickler here, all of the teams, even if they're called the Knicks or the Packers, they are a singular unit. Right. And that's how it is in Europe. Europe does does it like that. So, like for soccer stories. So theoretically, like you always should be saying the Packers signs Aaron Rodgers to an extension because it's ju- there's only one Packers football team, right? So right. we don't do that. So we're not. I'm not doing Heat R is good enough for me. Thank you. Yeah, we've abandoned all found, grammar. I found it so pretentious, and I'm not calling out anybody like Tim Reynolds or anybody. I'm just saying I found it ridiculous. I'm glad you didn't call anybody out. Yeah, yeah. randomly. I, I, find, I find that guy's coverage ridiculous in general. So let's just call that out. It's not even the grammar. I'm not sure what his grammar is. I can't. I can't. I mean, there's nothing wrong with carrying water for organizations. I just like people that covered a little bit. A little bit. What's wrong, dude? You okay? Can I ask how we got there? I don't, I don't know. I just. I just went there. That was interesting. That took yeah. a turn out of nowhere. <laughs> hey, I love you. I love you, bro. I love I you, you, and I gotta be night. careful that you always love me because I don't want any of these. Bows and arrows coming <laughs> just out of left field. <laughs> hope you had a hope Oof. you had a good night. I love you, man. Going to sleep. Silence. <laughs>
Nothing. <laughs> no response. <laughs> to be fair, Diesel doesn't even write me back when I'm like, hey, can you do this work for me? Like, so it's, it's I don't even. I mean, I'm consistent. Not... I am consistent. You are. <laughs> Wait, do you just assume all texts to you are from the wrong thread? So you never have to respond to them? <laughs> he just has me blocked. <laughs> I'm muted. All right. Should we do some NFL bets, uh, Diesel? Let's do it. All right. NFL bets coming up on the show after we get a CBS Sports Radio update. I'm Andrew Bogus. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Welcome back into the show this season. For the first time, you can hear every West of One NFL broadcast stream live for free. Mondays, Thursdays. Sunday nights, the International Series, holiday triple headers, and every postseason game. Catch all the action on the Odyssey app on westwoodonesports.com, via Westwood One Station Streams, or by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports. All sponsored by AutoZone. The free AutoZone Fixed Fighter service can help troubleshoot the likely cause of your pesky check engine light for free and get you back on the road. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Uh, we have a we have an update in the case. We have a new piece of evidence against Tom DeCelestino, the people versus D-Cell. D-Cell informing the break that your dad once sent you an email about his 401k intended for your mother, and you didn't tell him. Yeah, this was actually just last week. Uh, clearly not meant for me. It was not a text. It was an email, like you said. Uh, wow. I said nothing. I did not respond to the email. I did not call my dad to say, hey, I think you meant this for mom, not for me, because this has absolutely nothing to do with me. I kept my mouth shut. Okay. I want you to know, in a way that is extreme and absolute, I'm judging you right now. Uh, I would expect nothing less. Okay, good. We're on the same page. Let's get into some uh, some NFL gambling. Bill makes the tough picks so you can fade accordingly. It's time for Bet Rider with Phil. All right, let's go. Tonight's game's tricky. A part of me wants to bet on the Titans, but I'm a, the weather has me reconsidering. The fact that it's going to be tender v. windchill has me a little worried. Although the Titans play defense and run the football, so maybe it plays to their advantage a little bit, Tom, as I sort of think this out, right? If you could get three and a half, I like it. Three, I would pass. At three and a half, I'm in. All right. I was really tempted to bet on Chicago as three-and-a-half-point underdogs on the road in Atlanta. Atlanta's really outperformed most people's expectations this year. Then I realized they're the Bears, and I'm not going to do it. Justin Fields playing great the last few weeks, but it has not translated to wins. 
I don't see it on the road in Atlanta. I would stay away from that one. This one's crazy, and I think it's a sucker bet, but I think I'm going to bet it. The Vikings are one-and-a-half-point underdogs at home against a Dallas Cowboys team that I personally don't have a ton of confidence in. Make it make sense. I don't get this one whatsoever. What does Vegas know that we don't know? Is it possible, and I'm asking you a question that I don't know the answer to, that they have sources who saw Kirk Cousins at a store, I believe Target is based in Minneapolis, <laughs> buying adult diapers? Uh, it's possible. I can't rule it out for certain. But, I mean, even playing poorly, uh, poorly maybe be too strong. He didn't help the Vikings win in overtime against Buffalo, at Buffalo no less. But now you're going to be underdogs at home to Dallas? I don't get it. I don't like betting on Kirk Cousins. I think I'm going to bet on the Vikings. I just think they're a complete and absolutely excellent football team. And and despite Jerry Jones saying that their secret ingredient, their big weapon, their path forward is Dak Prescott, I see it absolutely the opposite way. You don't agree with Jerry? Dak is not the separator? The quote, separator. Separator. Yeah. What is that movie with um, Jason Statham where he's in a car and he drives around and he transports? Yeah, there's like there's like three or four of those I think now. Have you seen? Are they good? I've never seen one. Uh, no, I think they they lean towards the films that I like, uh, just straight action movies, not a lot of actual storyline. Okay. But I'm in I on watch those. A, I did watch a clip on YouTube where he beat up a bunch of guys in a parking garage. Yeah, he, he went like one on fifteen, and he, you know he won. And his British accent, you better get out of here, love. I'm like, oh, okay. Interesting. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go Chiefs, even though they're. They opened as six-and-a-half-point favorites against the Chargers, and that's the number I got it at. And it's a it's a, it's a a big number. And I know, in theory, the Chargers are capable of being the team we thought they would be. We just haven't seen it. And the number's now five-and-a-half in a lot of places, or six. I think I think that—I know it's, 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 it's in L.A., but we've, we've talked about this. That's not actually home field advantage. It's just not. It's a neutral site. I'm so tired of hearing about the Chargers. I'm not buying in until I actually see it. They haven't shown it to me this year, last year. I'm so tired of hearing about how great Justin Herbert is. I know he's got the rib injury. I'm with you. I like Kansas City. I'm also going to bet on the Broncos. And you're you're thinking, why would you bet on the Broncos? Because they're playing the Raiders, and I saw Derek Carl cry. <laughs> that's That's it. That's my analysis. That's what I'm doing. Do you want to talk? I, I I actually like all these bets so far. This is unusual. You usually can't stand all of your bets. You hate them. You and I are kind of are kind of on the the same page so far too. That's not good news for you. Uh, New England is they're hosting the Jets. They're three and a half point favorites. They own the Jets. Absolutely own the Jets. You like you like New England here. Yeah, especially being at home, the recent history, Bill Belichick, I I think so. I, they have offense the Jets been, number. Offense has been so bad. Really bad. Really bad. How do you feel about that versus the Giants hosting Detroit getting the same exact number? Ooh, I like the Giants. I like the Giants much more. I think the Giants are actually a really good football team. I'm not sure about the Jets. I don't know. Judging by the tweets you got this week, uh, you, you know, you usually hate on the Giants. That was one guy, and I appreciate him listening, who has, has like four followers, who's very sensitive. Because what else did I do? What did he get mad about something else? 
I don't know. I don't I even don't know what he's referring to when you said you don't like the Giants. We've been giving them credit. I mean, all we said was maybe they weren't as good as their record because they were winning games that, you know, tight games. I think he was listening to somebody else that got confused. But whatever. I appreciate you, your time and attention. Um, I, I, I'm not, you know what? I think I'm going to skip the Giants. I think I'm going to. I think I'm going to go with Washington, three and a half point favorites at Houston. Commanders are playing good football. Taylor yeah. Heineke getting another start. They're playing. Heineke's looked outstanding. He's played better than Carson Wentz when he was healthy. Carson Wentz isn't very good anymore. Uh yes, I think I think we can uh, say that that is a fact. He he's just he's he is absolutely washed. All right, you know what? That's what I'm going to do. Those are the bets. Those are, uh, that's what I'm going with. I, I really want to bet on the Bears, man. I just can't. I just can't bring myself to do it. When am I going to get you to put some money down, bro? Not this week, because I don't feel great about these. You love them, though. So maybe that maybe that's a good sign. I just like to gamble. You know it's never a gamble? You know it's a sure thing? Talking to you from Salam and expecting some great NFL info. Our buddy, former NFL player, joins us next year on CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 